It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Harvey Norman Wampaki, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. Welcome to Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's Sinclair. And it's a happy Saturday Gippsland morning here live from the Puong Football and Netball Club. Great to have your company Ian Doherty here for Saturdays in Gippsland and joining me as he does every Saturday morning. Brad Sinclair Sinkers, good morning to you. Good morning, Wiz, and uh, we're back out here where we were in round one when the uh, the Poowong side took on Allenbank, and we're back here again with the cows on the hill. We were with the cows on the hill, looking forward to two o'clock this afternoon for Allenbank and District Football Netball Competition match of the day this afternoon. Senior football between Poowong and Bullen Football Clubs. It should be an absolute beauty. Brad, we'll get to that a little bit later on, but thanks for having Norman one thaggy. Uh, Saturdays in Gippsland, uh, opening up here with the AFL last night. Brad, I know you're a big fan of what went on, um, but not necessarily of the result as a Saints man. Uh, the Bulldogs, 13-6-84. The Saints kicking uh, like they have done for the last 10 years. 7-14-56. And 28-point loss was quite flattering for the Saints. And Brian Taylor, who I don't normally agree with, called the game putrid. And I agree with him last night. Well, I've got to tell you, a couple of friends of mine on social media were talking about handing in their membership, etc., etc. But I'm pleased to hear they kick 7-14, the Saints, because when I uh, left the room and turned the TV on the other end to watch the British Two. Open, I don't think they'd scored yeah. at that point. Oh, so. you left that early. Yes. <laughs> I think they got their, their first goal at the 17-minute mark of the second quarter. Oh, I was out of there by then. And they were two at half time. And uh, there were signs of them... Absolutely going backwards. They did in the third. They come back in the last when it was all done and dusted. The one thing that was really concerning for me in a St Kilda, being a St Kilda supporter, half St Kilda supporter, I've jumped on the Blues bandwagon, <laughs> is uh, Brett Rayton. One of his KPIs last night was pressure, as it should be everywhere. Why is it a KPI? Yeah. It should be just there anyway. That's right. And why wasn't it there last night when the, they, their season was on the line? Yeah, with? well... Oh, sometimes in this environment we spend too much time criticising the team that hasn't played well and there might not be enough acknowledgement of the fact that the Bulldogs had played terrible footy last week and last few weeks. They're last year's grand finalists, so they're a reasonable footy side. Uh, they had a fair bit to prove last night and they delivered, I reckon, on that. So let's, let's acknowledge that. First. Oh, most certainly. And, I mean, I said on radio yesterday in my cross that I do on a Friday morning that... With all the players they had out the Bulldogs through HS Protocol, the main one being Aaron Norton, that they were, they were I don't know if they're going to kick enough goals, but as long as you've got Marcus Bontempelli in your side in the midfield, it probably don't matter. 
because he can go forward and kick them anyway, and then you've got some pretty good uh, small forwards around those areas. And McRae's a ripper, and Bailey Smith was back into the side. So yeah, he made a difference, I reckon. That's I, why. I is the Bond injured though? He doesn't look like he's having the oh, impact he was earlier. He's limping. Yeah. He limps. He, but he had 34 last night. You know, and he ended up with 140 points. And and and, and I must say. If it wasn't for Jack Sinclair at St Kilda right now, I wouldn't watch him at all mm. because he's form. He's all Australian half back for mine, and he's he should win that St Kilda Best and Ferris by bare minimum ten votes. Thirty six again last night, kicked the goal off half back. I think he had ten inside the first foot, uh, quarter yeah. when they were getting their backside smacked. So yeah, amazing. And and, and you go through the the side, and when you're talking about pressure, Jack still had nine tackles. Then no one else anywhere near that. The closest was three. Mm. Gee, if you uh, listeners, if you're sensing the Brad's a little bit fine up about the Saints, <laughs> you're probably right. Uh, but uh, yeah, Friday night footy. I just uh, as a, just a paying customer, you'd expect a little bit better than that. Don't so. play him on a Friday night. And don't get me started. Around this bloke, he plays. He's, he's the Mason Cox of St Kilda. He plays one good game a year, and everyone wraps him up and says he's the greatest thing since sliced bread. And then he goes and does these goal-hungry things where he won't give the ball off to players in a better position. He'll have, he'll have this unbelievable snap miss by about fifteen foot. He's just and again last night pressure tactics, no tackles. He's a small forward that's got to apply pressure in the front. Well, 50. that should be his first thing, shouldn't it? Didn't uh, lay a tackle. As I said, lucky that uh, we're all very lucky, listeners that. Um, Brad Sinclair is not passionate about <laughs> the Saints at all. You're listening to Saturdays in Gippsland here, thanks to Harvey Norman one Thaggy. And last night, Brad, I tuned into the Open Championship. Oh, yeah. Now, this is a special one. For those who aren't golf fans, I'm happy to fill you in. I had a practice with my mother-in-law last night. They don't get... Um, well, she doesn't really understand the golf at all, but it's still important to understand the significance of it. So it's at the place where golf was invented. Yeah. Right? St Andrews. 150 years. Huh, yeah, and 150. So give me another major tournament in any sport that's been around for that long. Don't know. There wouldn't be many, no. right? So, and this golf course, in spite of all the technology, all the golf clubs that they're coming out, the ball technology, the club technology, they're hitting it three times as far as the legends of the game used to 40 years ago, that this golf course is still staying in front of them yeah. in many ways. Didn't stay in front of... Cam Our Aussie Smith. mate Cameron uh-huh. Smith, though, Brad. And um, how good's he going? He shot a 64 overnight. I went to bed and he, I think he just birdied the first hole. It's an 8 under, isn't it? It's a 72 pull. Yeah, pull. so uh, wow. yeah, 8 under, 64 uh, to go with his 67 in the first round. So he's 13 under and leading Young from the US, who I think Cam it's his young first. As well. Yeah, Cam Young. And it's his first major. So he's been around for a little while, but his first major. And he shot three under last night to be 11 under. Rory, who's been the most vocal critic, that's uh, Rory McIlroy, the uh, most vocal critic of the Live Golf and the Greg Norman thing, and um, he probably just needs to... Um, he wasn't invited to the 150-year celebration. Greg wasn't, no, we'll Open. get to that in a minute. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so Rory's in third place. He shot four under last night. He's 10 under par for the tournament, and Victor Hovland is also 10 under. And a sad uh, salute to Tiger Woods, who unfortunately has missed the cut. He's still struggling from his injuries from uh, that car accident about 18 months ago that nearly took his life and certainly nearly cost him a leg uh, and uh, just not physically capable in the end. I'm not sure that's the case, but at 47 years of age, it was a a, uh, hair on the back of your neck moment when he walked 
across Swilkin Bridge and up the 18th hole at St Andrews. Because he'll never play there again. To a standing ovation. Well, they rotate every about five years yeah. there, so he'll be 52 the yeah. next time it comes to St Andrews. I still think he's got some left in it. There's, there's one hole he hit. He hit his balls at 375 metres or yards yeah. yesterday. Now, downwind and fairways that are rolling a fair way, but I don't think distance and power is his problem. Um, he's just missed too many greens this week and not hold putts, so that's why he's missed the cut. I think he's still capable of winning another major, but not based on the form that's on the table but right now. But he won't now. play at St Andrews again. As you say, he'd be 52. Yeah, 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 you're right. He may play as some sort of special guest, but uh, not that I'm the expert golf. anyway. I left Cam Smith out of my... Uh, uh, punting this week, I'm afraid to say, and uh, did stick in the defending champion, Colin Morikawa, who sadly missed the cut. Uh, and I thought um, uh, Mark Leishman, the other Aussie who's had a good record at uh, St Andrews, might have been worth a few lazy ones in there. I've got great odds on Mark Leishman, but now I know why he missed the cut as well. So my last bet is uh, Xander Shawfley. I had three. In this one, he's still in it, but he's still got a fair bit of work to do. I think he's six or seven uh, under course, par. gamble responsibly. Hey, uh, Wiz, <clears throat> you seen the photos doing the round this morning? Of? SEN's own Nathan Buckley. Went for a walk with Benham Marfio from ah. North Melbourne CEO. Yes. They were pictured going for a walk yesterday morning. But is he... Um, and He's look, denied it. Well, yeah, but so they were in Not runners and um, lycra, like they'd been to the gym or for a walk or for a run or whatever. Coffee and walk. But is he just being nice enough? I'll meet up with him, have a coffee, just so I like, can say no officially. Because he's been pretty clear he doesn't want to do it. So. You do that over the phone, Wiz. You reckon? Yeah. We, why would you go for a walk and say, officially, I don't want the job or I'm not interested in interviewing for the job? Yeah. You just say that on the phone or shoot off a text. We're in 2022, Wiz. Well, maybe that's why you're not um, coaching in, in AFL footy at the moment because you've let go some of those contacts via text rather than meeting for the coffee. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, oh, no, but I certainly wouldn't meet if I wasn't interested. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If, if I was think, interested, I, I'd meet. I think they are. And then look. Look at it. They're pretty good friends, as far as I can gather. Hey, don't forget, later on in the show, we've got our new segment called A Little Birdie Told Me. So if you hear any stories or rumours going around the uh, Gippsland community and uh, Alabang football in particular, uh, feel free to text it in to us. And if you're just listening or tell us you're on the way to the footy or where you're listening to us this morning, send us a message and say good day. Our number's 0426 307 289. I'll give it to you again, 0426 307 289. Eight nine, and that's for a little birdie told me a little bit later on in the show. Someone's passing you messages, Bradley. Ah, uh, yes, I told you mm. they want a coffee. If I was interested in coaching, yeah, and they just said, and I just wrote back, not interested. <laughs> right, <laughs> that's what you do. With you just yeah. tell them you're not interested. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I hear you. I'll tell right. you what, though, we got after the break. Mm. Going to have a chat to uh, Bull and Bull and senior player Jack Symes, who's going to play this afternoon. So we're going to have a chat to him after the break. Oh, excellent. Okay. So we're uh, just short of that now at the moment. Just, again, thanks to Harvey Norman, Juan Thaggy. We're live down here at the Puong Football and Netball Club. Today we'll be here until midday with Saturdays in Gippsland. Thanks to Harvey Norman, Juan Thaggy. And then this afternoon from 2 o'clock through till 5, it's our Ellen Bank and District Football and Netball Competition match of the day between Puong and Bullen, Bullen Football Clubs uh, this afternoon. So if you can't get down this way, don't go anywhere. Stay tuned to SEN Track this afternoon. Listen to us on the app or on either of our frequencies, 91.9, 91.3, and you'll be able to pick up... Uh, our call of the big Allen Bank match of the day this afternoon. All right, it's about time for us to go to a break. When we come back, our first studio guest, don't forget a little birdie told me a little later on in the show. You can text through any stories you might have heard. 0426 307 
289. We'll have a netball guest and uh, hopefully we'll be talking to a couple of people about this afternoon's big game as well. Plenty to go on with here. Thanks to Harvey Norman 1. Thank you for listening to Saturdays in Gippsland. Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. This is Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. Saturdays in Gippsland indeed. Great to have your company. And we're live here from the Poowong Football and Netball Club. Come and say good day. We're in the social club here right through until midday today. And then the match of the day, of course, from 2pm this afternoon. Poowong playing host to the Bullen Football Club. Uh, as I said, Saturdays in Gippsland, thanks to Harvey Norman One. Thank you to you and Brad here till midday. And uh, our first guest in today's show is someone that we will be calling in this afternoon's match of the day. Bull and senior player, Jack Symes. Jack, welcome to Saturdays in Gippsland. Perfect. Thanks for having me, Ian. Nice to see you, mate. We've seen you a couple of times. We've called uh, two or three. Am I right, Brad? Bull and games yeah, this, this season. Number three today. So we have seen you getting around a little bit, and uh, the the side's looking pretty good. I note with interest that, uh, oh, well, we're not allowed to say who's back in the side yet, but a little uh, birdie tells me. <coughs> well, that's a nice one for oh four two six three oh seven two eight nine. That uh, the senior coach might be uh, lacing them up again this afternoon. Yeah, it'll be a very, very handy inclusion. Uh, haven't he hasn't played since probably the last time you've called us? So hopefully it's a bit better luck for him this time. Uh, he's been out since we played Traff earlier in the year. Yeah, he hasn't played for a while. Yeah, it's, I'd be pushing two months now at yeah. least. I would Bobby think. McCallum, this is we're referring to, of course, playing senior coach at Bullen Football Club. Uh, it was a hamstring injury that yeah. he was out with, yeah? Yeah, definitely. Originally? Yeah, yeah, hamstring, lower body. That's a long hamstring. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, I know he's tall, but I don't mean it's long as in size. But that's a long time out for a hamstring. Well, when you get older, they take a bit I longer. I was riddled with them. And, uh, that well, you have the shortest hamstrings on the planet. Exactly so. right. But I, I was always missing three and four. But eight, that's a bad one. That's a bad hamstring. Gee, Jack, you're under the pump too here in the social club because you're sitting here with a headset on and you're bull on top and telling us that your senior coach is lacing them up this afternoon to have a run and all the... Uh, Puong boys are sitting behind you listening with interest. They're all disappearing into the change room now to change their plan about uh, how they set up with uh, the case. You might see yourself in a bit of strife when you get back to the rooms, mate. Yeah, uh, We'll see how we go, but yeah, they've, they're the ones who've stitched me up to get in here, so I can't hold anything oh, in. Well, well nah. I've just seen Connor Cunningham get in the car and take off out the uh, <laughs> front entrance. <laughs> no, Connor's been playing... Uh, well, he's the number one ruckman in the competition. He is in my book. Set, yeah. He is in mine too at the yeah. moment. I mean, as we say, Bob's been out most of the year, and uh, if the games we've seen of Poowong, Connor Cunningham is going to be a handful. And I would imagine too, Jack, that uh, uh, Bob won't start in the ruck with a hamstring coming back after so long. He, he'd be starting at the goal square, wouldn't he? Are you allowed to say that or not? No, I won't lead on too much, but I'll let you know it'll be a very, very handy inclusion. Oh, yeah. so, well, we already know that. That's, uh, yeah. that's uh, stating the completely obvious there. Bob McCallum looks like he's in for the Liebirds this afternoon as they face up to Poowong. Now, interesting... Uh, the last time you faced these guys, it might have been quite different circumstances. Right now, Puong seem to be well and truly mm. entrenched in the top five and look headed towards some September action. They're just one place behind uh, you guys on the ladder. Equal points, Bullen and Puong at the moment. Uh, this is an opponent you didn't expect to be facing under these circumstances at the start of the year? Yeah, well... They've really improved, haven't they? They definitely have. I think uh, reading the follower this morning, I think they've won six on the trot now. 
Um, they've always been one of the better defensive sides all year, even um, they were, had a bit of a slow start to the year, but teams just couldn't score against them. So, um, yeah, credit to them, six in a row. Well, so. that was the case. We called them against uh, Ellenbank a few weeks ago, and Great. it was their defensive setup. They're only averaging five goals against a game. We didn't know how they were going to maintain that average against Ellenbank, and they did. And they won that game by five points. How do you kick goals against these guys? Oh, just have to work your way through it. Like, they structure up so well. Um, yeah, just going to have to be in there for the fight, I think. Don't want to push on the uh, uh, the the story about where Bob will play, but uh, you're a crumbing forward. If he is playing up forward, you'd be walking around here with a big smile on your face because he's a sort of bloke as a crumbing forward. You'd like to be hanging around the front of the feet. Of, uh, and you've got Matty Gray when he goes forward as well. It's a good club to be a crumbing forward in. Yeah, that's definitely true. It's good to get around the, the big guys, that's for sure, playing as a as a shorter player. Um, yeah, both really handy to get, get in front of, that's for sure. If you've just joined us, you're listening to Saturdays in Gippsland here on SEN Track, uh, South West Gippsland and Latrobe Valley. Thanks to Harvey Norman, Juan Thaggin. We're talking to Bull and Senior player Jack Symes who will be lining up for the Liebirds in this afternoon's match of the day. Who do you expect to be playing on this afternoon, Jack? Or well, don't you care? Careful, the, all the, uh, the uh, Puong boys are sitting behind you. haven't listened to this one. I reckon he'll get Josh Harvey. Yeah, we'll go with Josh Harvey. I'm too good <laughs> at know, do you? <laughs> I normally line up against uh, See, one of the... Uh, I used to work with him too, out at um, Flavor Right. Um, I can't remember his name though. <laughs> Redhead fell up. So yeah. if I line up on him, we normally have a pretty good tussle. So yep. I'll be going with him. Yeah, righto. Hey, All I've right. got to ask too, um, Matt Gray. I mean, he's a, a long time servant of the uh, the game in the Bull and Bull and Footy Club. The last time we did call you, I thought he and your coach Bob were the two best players on the ground. How how is um, Bo- uh, Matt's year progressed? Because he's not getting any younger. But how's the rest of his season been? Yeah, Matty Gray, I think, uh, very, very fortunate to have played a fair bit of my footy along with him, alongside him now, and yeah, he just seems to get better and better, mm. like, you'd think that he might take a step back, but he's one of the, uh, probably one of the best competitors that I've ever played alongside, and he probably will, will be, and yeah, so fortunate to uh, line up next to him every week. He's a ruckman that plays sort of, maybe it's his body shape and the way he moves, a bit more like a ruck rover, the old oh, he's style a ruck fielder, rover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and he, he can go forward. If you needed him up back, he could go up back. And that's the question today is that Patrick Harms kicked five last week in his 200th game and he's in some sort of form. So who do you think gets him today? Uh, down back, we, we usually line up pretty solid. So we've got the likes of um, Tommy Axe down there and uh, Sean Beecroft, but that, yeah, they'll just go by their best matchups, and yeah, he's been playing really bloody well. So yeah, hopefully we can, we can get someone to go with him. Now near him south, four games clear on on top. Uh, it's it looks like right now it's you, Trafalgar, Puwong, Allen Bank, and that's probably a B Lang Lang. Sorry, I, I shouldn't discount Lang Lang as well. Uh, how do you beat near? I mean, it's 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 it might sound like a tricky question. They are so powerful through the midfield, their captain in particular. Then up forward, I mean, Yuri is getting better with age like Matt Gray. He went and kicked 14 last week. He's kicked 26 against one club this year. <laughs> um, and then you've got Bainbridge. Is there a... And I know it's getting ahead of ourselves, but is there a remedy of beating these folks? They look at they look a street ahead, don't they? They do look, look like a really good side at the moment. Like you've uh, referred to like Cody there in the midfield. 
Um, he's probably yeah one of the best players getting around at the moment in country footy, and yeah, Nira is very fortunate to have him out there. And then they've got yeah the likes of Yuri and Morrow uh, there as well, who still yeah compete week in week out. Um, yeah, whoever comes up against them in the finals, yeah, we're gonna have to bring your best game to beat them. As yeah, as you can see, they're undefeated this year. And I know you're only looking at today, and that's that's fair enough. And how big is it? I mean, that's the double chance right there today. Trafalgar, yourself and Puwong all on that 36 points. Trafalgar have Katana. You would think they would win that. Uh, Allenbank have Longwari. You would think they would win that. That's no surety. Lang Lang have Neil Madanum. So they'll probably go inside. They could go inside that five today. So the, it's an eight-point game today, isn't it? Is, is that what Bob sold this week? It's an eight-point game? Yeah, week in, week out, we know we have to bring our A game. A couple of those um, sides that you mentioned there, like we dropped earlier in the year. So, yeah, we have to bring our A game week in, week out if we're going to compete here. So, um, but yeah, like we said, Poolong's so hard to score against. So, our work's going to be cut out for us today for sure. You good for three today? Oh, I'd love three. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, uh, Jack, what do you do when you're not playing footy? Uh, I've been working as a caseworker lately, help people get back into work and study. Yep. Currently, so I've been doing that and. Um, yeah, enjoy it. Just love being able to help others. Who's that with? Give him a plug. Uh, Tate Gippsland, currently. Good stuff. Case worker, looking for people to find work. You might be able to help Brad out there. He, um, yeah, SEN have sacked me. But um, bring <laughs> bring your iron lung yeah. <laughs> just to see if you can get any work out of... Uh, actually, that's not true. It's a pretty hard-working boy. Like I like the way you're working there, Wiz. <laughs> no, very good. Hey, Jack, uh, I really appreciate you giving up a couple of minutes this morning in um, before what is going to be a really important game for both footy clubs here at Puong today. Uh, and we wish you all the very best. No worries. Thanks for that. Good on you, Jack Sines, the uh, senior player from Bullen Football Club, who is getting himself ready for this afternoon's big one, the match of the day from 2 o'clock this afternoon here on SEN Track. It'll be Puong up against Bullen Bullen. Uh, it's almost time for us to go to the newsroom for an update, but don't forget, coming out of the news break, we'll have our netball segment called Nothing But Net. We'll have uh, our Little Birdie Told Me segment as well. So if you've got any Little Birdie Told Me stories, any rumours around the traps you want us to put forward, again, the number 0426 307 289 for any Little Birdie story. Tom, there's a couple coming through already, so if you heard a bit of a whisper around, you want to put it to where now's your chance. Text it through 0426 307 289. All right, we're going to head down to the newsroom now for a quick update. Thanks to Harvey Norman Wontaggy. You're listening to Saturdays in Gippsland. Harvey Norman Wontaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. This is Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. Now it's time for Nothing But Net. Wow, that's a good one. Hey, what happened to whoosh? There, that's very good. Got our own little stinger for Nothing But Net. And you're welcome. Uh, thanks very much. Back in the studio. Nice work by all of you there. It is time for Nothing But Net here on Saturdays in Gippsland. And joining us as our netball guest this Saturday morning is Eliza Cosio, who's the secretary from the Puong Netball Club. Eliza, welcome to Saturdays in Gippsland. Thanks for having me, guys. Or should I say, welcome to Nothing But Net. Whoosh. Uh, yeah. Steve, back in the studio. I, you know, I like sacked it. me. I like it. I like it. I've, <laughs> so been, do I. I've been begging him to do that to stop you from whooshing. <laughs> now, Eliza, Cosio, that might not be your oh. maiden name. No, no. So, there's a Cosio running around, of course, in the black and white this afternoon. He might be your better half. 
Yeah, husband. Or you're his better half. Ooh. Let's just Ooh. let's be clear about no, that. It's 2022. You can't go with that, Wiz. But went with a different surname before that, Eliza, but just managed to drag this boy across from another footy club. Where was he? Up just up the road here, over the hill. Carambara. Carambara. So you got him from the uh, from the Giants over to uh, over here. Yeah, dragged him over when he was about nineteen, I reckon. Uh-huh. He's been here ever Get since. Him. Young told and train him, him, Eliza. Exactly. Told him to give me one year at Puong, and we'll see if we went back. So well, and he's been here ever since. Good on you. Well done. We need to let people know that Eliza's originally an Attenborough, and just like Teddy, her father, the president. She, oh, I reckon there would have been talks around the breakfast table about getting Maddie across. Yeah, Am we I, need to, we need to recruit him. How are we going to get him? So Eliza put her hand up. So the, the name Attenborough is pretty important at Puong. In fact, they often say in this little township, if you shake a tree mm. here and Attenborough falls out, right, they're everywhere. So you used to be one, but you kind of still are. Yeah? Yeah, no, there's quite a few of us around. Yeah, so you're a hyphenated Cosio Attenborough. Anyway, we're sort of uh, dragging the chain there, secretary. Big job at the Netball Club. How many teams are we running with this year? Uh, so we've got six teams, three junior, three senior. Yep. And the seniors are going all right? Uh, yeah, look, not too bad. Um, it's probably a really a rebuilding year for us. Yep. Uh, we're lucky we've got some pretty good juniors coming up and they're really um, helping us out and um, not just... Uh, filling a role, but um, probably con- more than contributing each week. Yeah. And and these girls, I mean, for a lot of people, well, I mean, most people that are listening will know where Puwong is, but it is situated in between Currumburra and Nyora. And then you've got the branch outs of all these other clubs in the area. You go as far as Lee and Gatha, get over the hill to Lang Lang, and you've got them everywhere. How hard is that in a netball sense in the junior grades? to keep them or get them. Yeah, yeah, no, nah. it's, uh, it's super hard. Um, to be honest, we rely on a lot of rich uh, Puong families. Not oh. like uh, just um, rich-rooted Puong families. Yeah. Uh, that, you know, girls go off to the city, go to uni, go elsewhere for jobs, but they come home to play netball. Yeah. Um, so we're very, very lucky that we've got a lot of good, loyal families and... Um, uh, got a re- lot of good junior families coming in too. So it's that's a beautiful prom- place. Promising. Yeah, it, it is a lovely place. It is. You no look doubt. at the hills. I mean, I know I'm city boy originally, but when you get out to these sort of grounds and you see these rolling green hills and the houses on top of the hill, what better place is there to play footy or netball on a Saturday morning and then get inside and have a few frothies with Teddy? Yeah, look, I'm pretty biased. This has been. <laughs> Probably my second home growing up, so yeah. we love it here. Pretty yeah. comfortable around here too. Yep. Now, Eliza, it doesn't look like you're suiting up to play netball today. Are you still playing? Um, so I'm, When you have to. I had a baby the start of last year. Yeah. And I'm due for my second in November. Oh. Well, hiding that well, my daughter's due in November as well. So it's an exciting wow. time around Melbourne Cup time, which would be good. Well, that changes things a little bit. Probably a bit hard to play netball at the present minute. Yes. So just keep the scarf and the jacket on and stay in here. It's nice and warm. Yeah, make exactly. Sure, yeah. Hence sure. why I've got the admin role this year. Yeah. no, that's Make enough. sure Maddie's footy gear's washed and clean yeah. each week. Oh, yeah, she oh, rolls now, your come eyes. on, Brad. Not everybody <laughs> lives in the dark ages <laughs> like you. Maybe he does his own. Hey, Last week, of course, uh, Puong were up against Katani in the netball. It went down 52 to 59. It was a close game, Eliza. And uh, Jess Hammond got 31 for Katani. And Paddy McGuinness, 27, and Mia Blackwood, 25. 
for the Pies. Yeah, it was a, it was a super tight game. There was a lot of hype. Um, it was Ange, um, Banbury's uh, 500th club game for Katani wow. last year. Yeah. So there was heaps of supporters. Um, pity that the weather wasn't too fantastic, um, but a lot of noise over at the netball. And, yeah, it was a really good game, unfortunately. We didn't come away with wins, but mm, I'll tell you who is travelling really well is your under seventeens. Yes. Wow. Tell us a bit about them. And it must be a fair bit of talent coming through from that group right now, I would imagine. Yeah. No, um look, and what's probably exciting for us is only actually six girls that fit in um, the under seventeens age bracket and we rely on under fifteens coming up to help us out. So for them to be doing so well, as I said, is um, really, really promising uh we've got probably four under 17 girls that play seniors weekly um and the other two would rotate in now they're sitting third and they only lost by two points to the top side trafalgar last week yeah so they're going really well yeah so that must get particularly you being on the committee there must be a lot of excitement there for your future when your 17s are travelling so well. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And as I come through, um, as I started my senior years, you know, we were always so dominant. So to go through um, a bit of a rebuilding phase, um, it's promising for the club to have really good juniors come through. Hey, uh, Eliza, let's get to some A-grade results. You can give us some commentary around both these, all these sides as we just go through them. Long worry. Uh, last week went down to Trafalgar by what looks like about 19 goals. Um, the girls at Traff are having a pretty good year from memory. Yeah, no, um, Traff's pretty solid. It's uh, probably pretty similar to the football Second guys. on the ladder, yeah. Um, there's, you know, one standout team at the moment. That's Nerum South. They're going to be extremely difficult they're to... Just in everything. They, they'd to, even win the egg and spoon race yep. right now if they yep. had one. Yeah, um, you're right. So their netball's exactly the same. Yeah, Bullen, uh, your opponents this afternoon went down by six to Nyora last weekend. 27 to Thomas and 25 to Halen. Yep. Um, Could have said a nice close-ish result. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Bullen, yeah, it will be a tough game today. They've always got really strong um, grades across the board. Uh, Lang Lang, 49, defeated Yarrigan, 20. Looks like a tough year there. Ella Mitchell, just the seven goals for Yarrigan. And uh, Casey, 23 for the Tigers. So good job there. For Lang Lang, and as you mentioned, Newham South, 35, defeated Nilma Darnham, 27. That was reasonably close, given the standings uh, on the ladder in the footy. But, of course, Nilma Darnham, uh, they might not be having a great year in the footy. Going very nicely. No, they're a very netball. strong netball side. Yeah, very so they're strong. third. That would have been a terrific game, 27 to 35. Uh, Kim Hilberg, 33 for Newham South. And uh, Gabby Painter, 14 for Nil Madonna. She's the wife of my assistant coach, Shane, who was my assistant coach at Nil Madonna many years ago. I Gab Painter, she's been there for a long time. I do know Shane quite well. I yes. sit in the boardroom with him in the Gippsland League board meetings. There we go. So that's the roundup there. A quick look at the ladder, Eliza, before we let you go. Uh, in nothing but net there, you'll see Nirum South on top, Trafalgar second, Nil Madonna third, Lang Lang and Ellen Bank. What's going on? Puwong, they're second bottom. We've got to get off there, Eliza. Yeah, hopefully we get the win today. <laughs> well, you're only a game behind, a couple of games behind Bullen and Long Warrior and I are on the same points. A good win today at home will change the face of that ladder, won't it? Yeah, exactly. How and do you I do it? I suppose more importantly, what functions have we got going? Ah, any functions coming uh, up? We've got flight night coming up um, next weekend. Well, how does that work? What's a flight night? 
Uh, so we travel around to about four different countries, um, different cuisine, drinks. Um, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> during next Sunday those, night. Yeah, next I'm Saturday in. night. <laughs> so now, Eliza, I'm just warning you, we should have done this before we went to air. Brad's very, very good at inviting himself to the social <laughs> That's functions. That's fine. Come along. Everyone's welcome. Yeah, well, you haven't met Brad at a social <laughs> function yet. I take no responsibility whatsoever. Hey, Eliza, I appreciate it on a Saturday morning that you would be very busy as the netball secretary and appreciate you giving us some of your time here on nothing but net. No worries. Thanks, guys. Thanks and for me. good luck to the Pies for the rest of this season. Good luck in November too. Eliza, I'll be thinking of you. My yes. daughters have got one on the way as well. Eliza Cosio from the Puong Netball Club. We need to take a break and we'll come back with nothing but net and we'll be talking to our producer as well, Sam Watson. You're listening to Saturdays in Gippsland. Thanks to Harvey Norman. We'll take you back in just a moment. Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. This is Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. Saturdays in Gippsland, indeed great to have your company here through until midday today, live from the Puong Football and Netball Club. It's time for our sports update with Sam. Joining us is Killy Bass, legend, legendary defender. I'm told oh, that's what I've got in front of me, the script I've got there to use. Legendary Kilkanda Bass uh, defender and, of course, producer of this show, Saturdays in Gippsland, Sam Watson. Sammy, how are you? Yeah, I'm well, thanks, Wiz. Thanks for having me on. Um, no, that's okay. Yeah, that's, uh, it, it, well, you're the boss, it, it, mate. It, it, if you it, want to come on, you just you just say you're coming on. I, you, you could have you told me not to come on, but, yes, I, I, I am a Kilkanda Bass defender. Legendary is, yeah, the furthest thing to describe me. Well, who wrote I, this I, then? I, I, I had five goals kicked on me last week, so that's fucking legendary. <laughs> Come on, Sammy. Who wrote this legendary Killy Bass defender? <laughs> Might have been Singers. Uh, I'm not you, sure if he's seen me you, you, You'll end up on Hutchie's show gargling your own bathwater getting points for that. Legendary yeah, no, I, defender. I, I am, yeah, I am sitting here at Coralin watching our reserves boys warm up, the beautiful Coralin Football Netball Club. Um, big day for us today, but plenty of, plenty of news. A lot of uh, West Gippie. Surprisingly, considering that I play in West Gippie, but a bit of news for me to get through. Yep, go for it, mate. Let's get started. Um, yeah, so Bo, Bo Vernon, um, as we know, friend of the show. Sinkers would have, would know him a little bit. He, he's informed Philip Island a couple of weeks ago that he would be departing at the end of this season. Um, he arrived yep. at the club in, in 2018 after winning a flag with Lean Gaffer in 2017. And uh, yeah, yeah one, one flags in 2018 and 2019. Obviously didn't get the chance to compete in 2020. 20 and uh, 2021 they only lost one game so they were a huge chance to win that before the season got called off he's uh they've only lost two games this year and Turret and Dalmore look like the red hot favorites but I reckon right off uh Philip Island at your own peril with Bo's last, yeah, fair last call too. Bit of flag fair call that one too so uh now a little birdie has just come through don't forget our numbers 0426 307 289 if you've got any little birdie told me stories now's the time to send it through at the end of sammy's sports update but i actually do have one on a potential replacement at phillip island to bow so we'll get to that in a minute keep going sammy oh. well yeah uh, that's that was kind of going to be my next point i'm not sure the info that you've got Wiz, but i'm i'm not i'm not privy to this but i'd imagine that Former Melbourne Ruckman Cam Pedersen will be first in line for the role. He's obviously won the league best and fairest both times in his two years in the West Gippie League, but 
He's, he's now 35, so he, he's no certainty to be a playing coach if he does get the role. But if I had to guess, he, he plays on next year if he does get yeah, it. Yeah, that's the name I've got in front of me too. We've just received mm-hmm. a text on that one that Cam uh, has been in the, uh, on the receiving end of a godfather offer from yep. the Phillip Island Football Club, and they do their very best to retain him. So that's a good yarn. Yeah, and uh, sticking with Phillip Island quickly, uh, I'll give you enough time to get to that little birdie. Sorry, Wiz. Um, Mitch <laughs> Machetti, former... Gippsland power captain Philip Island Young Gun. He'll be making his debut for Carlton in the VFL today. They'll be playing Geelong, and as we know, Carlton's AFL side are going pretty well, but so are their VFL side. They're sitting in seventh spot on the ladder, so that's a good effort for him. Good luck to Mitch. And uh, the next point I was going to get to is the bizarre circumstances that at Nanagoon this year that I believe Wiz may have a bit. Uh, I believe Sinkers may have a little bit more info on. Nanagoon have informed their current coach. Uh, Luke Young that his services won't be required next year. They're currently sitting at fourth spot in the ladder, so it's not often you see that that happen when there's still a chance to win the flag. Um, I've been told they haven't settled on a coach for 2023 yet, but the whole scenario makes me think that I have someone in in the gun. What what have you heard about Luke Young with uh, Sinkers? Yeah, well, we spoke about that last week, and, and, and we got a text in from someone that's a really reliable source, and mm-hmm. I won't mention who it is because I'll get nothing more from him. But he did say they had someone in their guns, whether they, they probably wouldn't have appointed him, but they had someone in their guns. But I've also heard during the week, Sam, that Luke Young's been approached by a couple of clubs in this district, one in this very competition in Allenbank, about next year. That's uh, certainly one to keep an eye on. Certainly one to keep an eye on there, I reckon. And just quickly before I let you go to get to the little birdie, Ben Similis, I'm hearing he may depart at the end of this year in Block Conwax coach. He's coached them um, to win the first West Gippy Grand Final in 2017, and he's definitely considered one of the best coaches in Gippsland, so they'll have a bit of work to do to replace him. Um, Lee Rowe, our coach at Kilcunda Bass, he's back on board for 2023. And Turret and Dalmore, who are the red-hot favourites uh, in, in this season in the West Gippy League, a big part of their reason for the success is former Collingwood players Adam Oxley and Brent McCaffer. There were some rumours that another Collingwood player would be joining them, um, and that turned the rumour turned in that it would be uh, Dane Beams, but that has since been knocked on the head and been I've been told is completely false. So there you go, boys. Uh, now I'm also told. Uh, Sam, that you might have some info on something we spoke about earlier on the Nathan Buckley and Ben Amafio little walk they had yesterday. Is that true? Yeah, yeah so I live not far from Chapel Street up at, uh, in Melbourne, lads, and Ben Amafio and Nathan Buckley I've seen multiple times out, at, out for dinner at a restaurant on Chapel Street Ooh. called the Lulciola, Bucks' favourite restaurant. They, I believe they're just very good friends, so I wouldn't be reading too much into the North Melbourne connection there. Yeah, And you would see... Nathan Buckley Monday mornings, I would imagine, I would. over a coffee. I, I, I do. So I'll, I'll ask him when he's back from when he's back on uh, in a couple of weeks. So I doubt I doubt it means anything. I'll give you enough yeah, time. I think you're right give you enough time to get to this, boys. Thanks, Sammy. Sammy Watson there, our producer and legendary Killy Bass defender there, giving us a sports update. Thanks, well, Sammy. Tell you good what, to speak to you. I like having him on. He's come up with some very good information there. Well, we've heard the bird crying in the background. It's time for our little segment called A Little Birdie Told Me. There it is. A Little Birdie Told Me. I've got one for you straight away now, uh, Bradley. A Little Birdie Told Me. And this one's just come through on the text. Uh, and the number is 0426 307 289. If you've got one, send it through. 
Little Birdie tells me, Bradley, that uh, a man better known as The Duck will be playing for Churchill Football Club in Gippsland today. Oh, the Duck Alan Chandler. For a minute there when you said the Duck, I thought you meant the King. Yeah, no, so the natural Duck, duck not the, the Botox-filled duck. duck. Rang me a couple of weeks ago, the Duck. Yep. And I'll tell you what, he's a footy nut. Yep. Does a magnificent job out at Luana College, and he's an assistant coach to Rhett McLennan, who yep. we had on a few weeks ago, Gippy Power. Mm-hmm. And the Duck gave me some really good information on some of the kids out at uh, Gippy Power coming through that Lawana College. And he's such a footy nut. They're in Tassie tomorrow, Gippy Power. They're yep. playing, so he's got himself a day off today to have a kick, no yeah, doubt. Yeah. I will guarantee you he'll have 40-plus possessions and hasn't seen a footy or touched a footy for about six weeks. 40-plus and probably kick two or three. Yeah. He's a freak. Yeah. He was uh, best on ground in the 2009 Premiership for Neil Madarnham. That I coached, he was an assistant coach, and he was won the best on ground medal in the grand final. Gee, you had them all down there: Alan, Shane, Painter. That was uh, just a cavalcade of stars and down there. Jamie Cairn was there too. Just and Mal was Michael too. had a kick every now and then. Well, I'm, I'm about the only person that wasn't there. Hey, this is uh, a little birdie told me here on Saturdays in Gippsland. I've got one more here, and this is interesting. Talk about this new software package that AFL Victoria have grabbed and forced all clubs and leagues to use. It's called Play HQ. Mm. They've decided this is the one that's got to be used because it's clearly better. Oh. Did you know? Well, Little Birdie told me that specially designed Play HQ that's been shoved down the throats of all clubs and leagues doesn't keep count of goal kickers. It's funny you should say that, Wiz. So my question is, who at AFL Victoria signed that off? And it's very good time that you bring that up. I had a message during the week... Why do not we give the leading goal kickers of this competition a plug on our call or on our yep. show? And why isn't it written in the record? Yeah. Well, well, there's a your good answer. reason. Because <laughs> Play HQ doesn't do it. But we have this week, and there's a couple of people involved gone through and added them all up. So we'll have that for you during this afternoon's match of the day. Cool. You got any little birdie time? Oh, just a quick one. Yep. That, um, this afternoon, might be a certain player missing for Puong, an absolute match winner, but you'll have to tune in at 2 o'clock to find out who. Oh, I see what you've done there. I see what you've done there. A match (laughs) winner could be missing from the Pies lineup. I'm going to buy me ticket for the flight night. Saturday's in Gippsland here, thanks to Harvey Norman One Thaggy. We're just about out of time, but joining us at 2 o'clock for the match of the day, Puong against Bullen should be an absolute beauty. Brad Nguyen signing off for now. We'll talk to you at 2 o'clock. Bye for now. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. 